Katie Shaw says it was an interesting challenge to find a song that could be flipped a bit with a change in vocalists. It's funny how different the lyrics sound when read in an unfamiliar voice. I always knew Tom Petty's American Girl as a happy classic song. So when Jay Levine and I sat down and dissected it a bit, it was surprising to find this kind of sadness. There seemed to be such an innocence about it, which now reads as a poignant contrast to the world as we now know it. I'm Allison Zatteran. Hi, and I'm Richard Goddard. And this is Instant Love. We're having a double feature. And not only because of the names of the songs, but also because of the effects of the songs. So first is American Girl, which was originally by Tom Petty. Second, American Girls, plural girls, originally by the Counting Crows. So obviously they sound very similar, American Girl, American Girls. But we also grouped them together because of all the songs I think we've done for Instant Love, these two really dramatically shift in our versions for two reasons. Number one, the originals had a rock and roll, upbeat kind of vibe. And secondly, they were sung by men. So we kind of slowed them down. You really get to focus on the lyrics this time. And now that they're also woman to woman, they're drastically different. We're very honored, especially with his untimely passing, to have a Tom Petty song in our instant love repertoire. And this song was chosen by the lovely Katie Shaw, and she decided to do her version of American Girl. But when Katie does it, you could feel some sadness for the American girl standing on the balcony looking out over the freeway. You, Mm -hmm. You get a feeling of she's there, there's some sort of unhappiness. Mm -hmm. You don't know what she's going to do. You Mm -hmm. hope she's not going to jump off, you know, but but there is a sense of almost what am I doing here, you know? Mm -hmm. And maybe that has a bigger picture than just that one scene Mm -hmm. in terms of a young girl. Maybe it goes to a reflection of her life or maybe that's just too deep and she's just on the balcony. No, I I don't think it's too deep at all because I think, you know, of all the songs that we've done to date, this one to me shocked me the most on how different it was, not only from a woman, but in such a different, slower arrangement. And I definitely teared up when I heard it because, again, when a man is singing about a woman, there's this hidden agenda of romance, no matter what, just because we're used to hearing that, especially when the song is up tempo. And I don't think that many people, at least I don't, I'm not always a lyric listener. So I just sort of always love the song as this great anthem. When Katie Shaw did it, there was such a level of sadness of like, Mm -hmm. I know this girl that I know from, you don't know how, but needs somebody and I feel for her and I empathize with her. And that very first line, she was an American girl raised on promises is just, it already sets the scene of somebody who was raised on maybe dreams that haven't yet actualized and sort of this other woman looking at her and going, I understand. And I want to tell her story Man, that what a difference that a reinterpretation can make. Yeah. She sort of got, Katie sort of got inside the song. Yes. And in a sense, made it her own. Yeah. Yeah. American Girl by Katie Shaw was produced out in L.A. by Jay Levine. Mm-hmm. It has a really, really contemporary sound. 
it touches you in a really different way. It's way slowed down mm-hmm. and very moody. And you get the feeling you can experience what Katie is going through mm-hmm. when she's telling the story of being out alone on the balcony. I mean, I, I, yeah. don't, I don't think it, to me, it doesn't hint at anything tragic. It's just the melancholy of it. Melancholy. I think that's a good word because, I mean, obviously people say instant love, women to women, that the narrator could be singing about herself. But I sort of interpreted it as, you know, a woman singing about a really sad girl. And I think that when, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong, but I think that when we hear songs sung by a man about a woman, there's always a sexual charge underneath it. Whereas when I heard a woman sing about this girl, you know, on the balcony, wondering what she did with her life or where she's going, it almost sounded like from a girl's perspective, very nurturing and very like, I care about this girl and I'm going to tell her story. And it just It blew me away when I heard it because I think those lyrics and that joyous Tom Petty style, you really didn't get into the meat of of the tragicness. It almost felt like a wild freedom of a girl, whereas now it sounds like you're really you're seeing this girl and what she's going through. When a woman takes over the narrative, something else happens. Mm. There's a sensitivity that comes across. Of course, there's there's something in the air that a woman understands right. telling a story mm-hmm. that is a little more difficult for a man sometimes. Yeah. And I think especially you throw in that kind of rock sound of the original and it kind of takes you even further from that. I'm sure if Tom Petty, maybe he did do a very stripped down acoustic version of the song, maybe you would have heard some of that kind of sorrow. Yeah, yeah. And she also has a very light, airy, Mm -hmm. sensitive uh, voice. Yeah, she was an American girl. It's beautiful. Let's take a listen to the original, The American Girl, which was originally by Tom Petty. So for all you out there that want to hear something really special, American Girl by Katie Shaw. Baby, make it last all night She was an American 
Recorded between women for the first time. Well, up next is one of my favorite segments where the two Richards get together and talk rock and roll history. So Richard Goddard sits down with musician from the bongos, music historian, man about town, Richard Brown. Take it away, guys. An American girl. The Tom Petty song. Yeah, it's a great by song. by Katie Shaw. I loved her version of that. I thought it was beautiful. And I really liked this tune. You know, I always liked it. I liked Katie Shaw's take on it, which was a little different attitude-wise and less kind of rowdy and more sensitive. Yeah, I think she was singing it, obviously, from the women's perspective. Yeah, it's beautiful. You know, you could feel her out on the balcony looking out lonely. And yeah. It's really meaningful. Where Tom's telling the story about Yes, it becomes girl. the... Per- She's she be- telling her own story. Right. It's beautiful. That's where it gets. I feel that song when I was looking at the lyrics too. It's about maybe about somebody. I guess it's someone in show business or someone in the entertainment world. I think the girl in the song, I believe. And I took it to mean somebody who went to L.A. to become sort of a performer or an artist and finds the loneliness of that. And finds the loneliness. Oh. Of being on, you know, to That's be to work on your craft, you end up lonely. I end up lonely. I mean, it's like you, know, you no, end up you lonely. Do. You do because yeah. you you isolate you, yourself. You get a little bit. so wrapped up in yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I think maybe when Tom wrote it, this is this is just my now. I didn't really know him, but maybe he was thinking of his own. I mean, he wrote it about a girl, but also about his own experiences as an artist moving to LA from Florida, where he he was from, where I'm actually from. Also, he was from the northern part of Florida. But Where I mean, are you from? I'm from Tampa. Oh, Tampa. But, and he was from like Jacksonville, I think. But I think like maybe for him, he also felt isolated. So he didn't write a song about a guy, but he wrote it about a girl, but maybe using some of his own experiences about how it felt to be on your own in L.A. That's a, big, a really yeah. that's a really good point. And Katie, the record was produced by Jay Levine. who's another person we work with. Mm-hmm. And Katie Shaw has worked here at the studio and we've released records through the orchard by her as well. And she recently moved to Los Angeles. Ah. Oh, so, so it's perfect. fit for her. Yeah. She and Jay were recently married and uh, they just had a baby. Well, wow, congratulations. So, yeah. And so American Girl takes on many meanings. Yes. You know, and it's really good for her. Yeah. Love, 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 love. 
Lozano says, I immediately fell in love with the idea of celebrating women. I used to change the pronoun from she to he whenever I did a cover. And it's been so interesting to discover how a song can take on an entire different meaning when sung by a woman to a woman. The line, if I made you cry, please tell me why. I'll try again if you let me try. Never fails to give me goosebumps. I'm Allison Zatoran. Hi, and I'm Richard Goddard. And this is Instant Love. American Girls. Yes. Counting Crow song. Yes. That. Off of the Hard Candy album. Yeah. That is redone for Instant Love by Alice Pisano, another young woman from London. That's true. Yeah, by way of Italy. She's actually a real Italian, you know, but she speaks English. Like she, I know. London, did it's you? Like a did British, you get that? American I didn't get, like, accent? Um, I said you don't have an Italian accent, and she was like, "Thanks." And I was like, "I don't know. I yeah, find I Italian accents really sexy. I would have kept it, but yeah, well, whatever." What she did with the song, she took a song that had some guitar driven on it and was a rock song initially. Well, sort of a rock song, but what she did with it was she turned it into this sensitive, yearning. Love song, mm-hmm. love song about, I guess, discovery, mm-hmm. experimentation, questioning, and, and then loss. And loss. Yeah. Right. And you feel that. And she did it in such a unique way, I think. Uh, she's the one that suggested the song to us. And she went out of her way to help us find the way the song, this song was done, mm-hmm. was we actually recorded the piano. Mm-hmm. She's a classical piano player in a studio in London right. that only records pianos. It oh, yeah. even looks like it's in a church setting or something. Well, it had to have a room yeah. because when you open up the piano, like old world recording, you know, you wanted to sense where you were, hear the instrument clearly. She did that. And then the vocal was put on several times. So then she did the vocal when it was finally really, really great, sent it back to New York where we at the Orchard, the Orchard Studio, got a string quartet. I definitely love, like she kind of chose to slow it down. She didn't know the song. I do because of my age. And I think it was when my sister was in college, she was obsessed with Hard Candy and the Count and Grow song. So pretty sure have to give a shout out to Ashley Zadaran Jansen in New Orleans, Louisiana. Alice didn't know it. And she basically said that she heard something in the lyrics that were very sad. And we were kind of talking about it being about loss and, you know, discovery and almost obsession, fascination. And I found it changed between women in the level of intimacy was what I got from it. Because there's this great line, I'm trying on her clothes each and every day. And when that obviously means something really interesting, how much a man misses a woman that you just maybe are smelling her clothes, but a woman trying on another woman's clothes almost takes on this really dark level of missing someone and obsession. And I don't know, I just found it really dark when I heard it. And I kind of shiver every time I hear that line. And, you know, there's nothing but pills and ashes under my skin. When the Counting Crows sing it, it's a rock song. You're picturing well, the drugs. But uh, with a sweet singing girl, it just makes it even yeah, more Yeah, and you hear sad. the line porcelain, you can feel something breaking. Here is Counting Crows 
American girls. She comes out on Fridays every time, stands out in line. I wish she was anyone but me. I could have been anyone, you see. She had something. Listen, Alice Pisano's American Girls. She comes out on Fridays every time, stands out in a line. I couldn't be anyone she'd seen. She waits another week to fall apart. She couldn't make another day.
I'm here with the lovely Alice Pisano, who is singing the Counting Crows song, American Girls, for Instant Love. Hi. How you doing, Miss Alice? Yeah, I'm good. This is the first time we're meeting, so this is very exciting. So why did you choose American Girls? How did you come to this song? I just had to listen to all the songs you sent me on yes. the playlist. Yes. And that one really stood out. I just thought it had a beautiful melody and that yes. it would sound quite nice on a sort of straight back ballad yes. version. Yes. So Because it um, is very different from the original. It is quite different. Right. And I love the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, I mean they're quite relatable. Right. Because we've all been in a situation where we felt used yes. by someone. Yes. You know? I didn't even think of it that way, but that makes sense. I mean, Counting Crows just know how to write these dark lyrics. That's what I like about the song. Like, It's got quite a nice contrast between the melody that's super sweet and the lyrics are actually pretty dark here and there. Yeah, and I think with the original arrangement, it's a little bit more rocky, so you don't even notice it. Yeah, I think like with a ballad version, you, you give space to the lyrics as well. To like the lyrics. You. Thinking about like what we're doing, as mentioned, kind of taking songs and flipping them and singing woman to woman and expressing all these new feelings. Mm. How, what does it mean to you to now be singing American Girls yeah. as a woman? Well, so I'll be honest. Yes. I used to, whenever I did a cover, yeah. I used to change yes. the pronoun. Everyone does say, it. say, you know, man yes. instead of woman. Yes. Uh, because I guess I just wanted to feel the song more online. Sure. I wanted to be able to relate sure. to it a bit more. Sure. But now in the light of this, it just makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see how much a song can change. Not right. changing the pronoun just gives it a whole different meaning. Right. In the case of American Girls, right. it can become not just about a relationship, but right. also like a friendship. You know? Yeah. I think of that like a friendship where you're kind of enamored by yeah. the woman that you're friends with. Exactly. Yeah. And where you feel sort of like used or like mystery, like taken advantage of as mm-hmm. well. Which um, it's fun. I think that's Richard and I's favorite part is you're singing the song exactly how it was written, but now because a woman's singing it, it means something completely different. And you sent us the demo sitting down on a piano. Yeah. Which was so beautiful. I love piano. That's yes. my favorite instrument. That's how I started. When did you playing start playing? Music. I was seven. Seven. So wow. I started playing classical piano. That's how it begins. Um, so that's my okay. favorite instrument. You kind of did it in pieces. You went and did the piano at a studio yeah. here in London. Yeah, so I did yeah. the piano arrangement. Right. I just tried to keep it simple mm-hmm. because I wanted to be able to do a different version from the original. Sure. Same before. Than the rock song version. Exactly. Yeah. And then Richard came to the studio yes. when I recorded vocals, mm-hmm. which was fun. He he directed me a bit. Yeah. He gave me advice on my performance. Oh, he's so great with so, that. So, yeah. Did he was, tell you to kind of almost like you're saying it like a story? Exactly. I he did that. say that and that really helped me. Right. Yeah, that's like a takeaway a lot of in my mind. And yeah. I started thinking about the song in a whole different way. Even yeah. though, obviously, a song is a story, so... Sure, but to really think of it as, like, he makes some people just read it. Like, yeah. you're telling a story, and then yeah. the words come out with different inflections. Totally. And that's how you reach people in their guts. Exactly. I've talked a little bit about how our culture is now sort of exploring this whole new world. Mm. Of it's not just gay-straight, yeah. it's not just male-female... Are you kind of excited about this whole new exploration of interhuman relationships? Yeah, I think it's great. And I yeah. think 
you know, most of all, what really matters is that we are people. Yes. So right. I don't think, you know, it's no need to try and put a label on mm-hmm. everyone and mm-hmm. to try and fit everyone into fixed right. categories right. or boxes. Yes. You know, like what really matters is what you have inside and the way you are, mm-hmm. what kind of person you are. Right. So I think that there should be no... If young girls can listen to this and mm-hmm. feel that they can be who they want, mm-hmm. they can be themselves without feeling judged. Yes. You know, yeah. regardless of what people might make them think. Sure. I think that's like a great yeah. achievement. I find that this empowers self-love because I think women have heard about ourselves so long from a male perspective, which is fine. It's romantic, fine. Mm. But a lot of girls have said that, you know, singing along to these songs that hearing about themselves from a woman, it's sort of like you're singing to yourself and it sort of shakes up a little bit how you feel about yourself. Did you experience that at all? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I think it's really important with regards to like self-love and as well. Mm-hmm. I hope like that this might foster like solidarity between women. Because oh, yes. sometimes we see women trying to put other women down, like trying to put them in a bad light. And I yes. think we should, we should be more supportive of each other and really like celebrate other women's successes as well yeah and I think hopefully we'll help with that as well I'm super glad we sat down and chatted thank you so much in London you're listening to the instant love podcast where we believe women should sing to each other freely and beautifully Well, up next is one of my favorite segments where the two Richards get together and talk rock and roll history. So Richard Goddard sits down with musician from the bongos, music historian, man about town, Richard Brown. Take it away, guys. Today, we're going to speak about American girls. Plural. Plural. I know we did speak about the great Tom Petty song, American Girl. Yeah. But here, we're going to talk about American girls, which was... Originally recorded by the Counting, Counting Crows. Crows. And, you yeah. know, and it makes sense because there are more than one American girl. So, I mean, there's more than one. So, of course, it's plural. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And this one is really interesting because it was recorded for Instant Love by Alice Pisano. Hmm. Alice Pisano is from London, actually originally from Italy, but lives in London And she just wanted to do this song. She Mm. saw something really meaningful in it that touched her. Mm. And she's a classically trained piano player. So she approached it completely differently. You know, the Counting Crows version has a different meaning. It seems to relate to have a seductive quality about her. Gotcha. And at the same time, he was not really focused himself Mm. So the two of them had this disjointed relationship. Which is very um, common for musicians, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. In fact, that sort of describes almost every musician that and, I know. And, um, <laughs> and some people do seem to find a drug reference in it. Yes. But then again, when you're talking about rock bands, you, there was a time when they weren't all vegans and drinking water. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> but, but there was a time, although maybe not the Counting Crows, but yes. the truth is that there was something special about the relationship in the song as... As he sang it as part of the Counting Crows, when Alice, when Alice takes it on, it becomes different. It becomes plaintive, emotionally driven, and seems to hint at a deep and rich relationship with this woman that she encounters and then 
experiences and then loses. Mm. And mm. there's a plaintive quality Beautiful. to it that doesn't exist in the Counting Crows. Beautiful. Again, woman to woman, using the female intuition to understand it instead of the typical rock expression. Exactly. Well, you know, that the male and female, the dichotomy, it's, it's a mystery to me. How, you know, the way a man perceives a woman and a woman perceives a woman is a different, it's just a different angle. So that's why these songs, all of the songs in this series have a, a new sort of, they enlighten you on what really the song is about in some ways. Well, that's a good point. When you have a different narrator, all of a sudden the song is still that great song, but takes on a different angle. I won't even say a different meaning. And this is a great example of that, this song. It's a different view of that. Alice's vocal was done several times. We did it three or four times to get the right feeling and right essence and make sure it was done sonically well. The piano was recorded at a very interesting place, a studio that only records pianos. Good. Can you imagine? Perfect. I didn't know that uh, was yeah, one existed. Studio was recorded. And at the Orchard Studios, we put on a string quartet. Great. Yeah, so it's so completely different. I think it really captures the essence of this really, really beautiful song that takes on, for me, a different meaning when sung by a woman without changing the gender. This song was actually used on a television commercial when it came out, the Counting Crow song. I forget which product, but it was a, it was a commercial. It was Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Yeah, and I have no idea why, but I guess they just liked the chorus, American Girls. Exactly. And, yeah, and it fit. <laughs> I think this might be a good point to just make an observation about the collection as a whole. Mm -hmm. We talk about the songs and we talk about the artists that done it, why they've done it, why they did that particular song. But since we were talking about American Girl mm -hmm. and the richness of the approach mm -hmm. that Katie took, you can look back on all of them and sort of sum it up by they all lead to this moment where we can understand and observe a woman reaching into something that was not necessarily written in the way they could express it. But when they express that feeling, the meaning of the song lasts but changes. Mm. And that's what this entire collection does. It brings an experience to everyone, man or woman, mm -hmm. but particularly to women. Doing this album and collection, this podcast, and talking about it from a song perspective, it goes deeper than that. And the understanding of what a relationship and a meaning between especially the sensitivity of women to women really takes on another life of its own it will make change in the world yeah. and that's what this is about yeah well that's all i have to no, say no i almost teared up there actually i love i mean that's why richard and i work so well together i think is that we really understand each other and we have similar values and passions and i love that you included men in that and I think, too, I mean, yes, obviously you can listen to our music. We hope you do. But in the bigger picture, yeah, sing the song yourself. Take a song that a man sang and sing it as a woman and don't change those words. If you like to perform, throw in a cover song at the end that's unexpected and just sort of spread the vibes that we're doing of opening up something in people that's long overdue and nothing bad can come of sisterhood and celebrating each other and uniting. Hopefully this is just the beginning. Love.